Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast. Frank podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events. With wedding and special event consultant, Toby Dodge of Prepared.com. And Eric Zimmerman, pianist, DJ, and master of ceremonies of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Avoiding Misadventures, Part 2. In Part 1, Toby and I discussed my preparation for a wedding on the coming weekend. I had an itinerary that I had worked out with the couple. But now it was time to contact and confer with the location, food service, and other vendors who I would be working with. To my knowledge at the time, there was no wedding coordinator. And other than meeting with the location manager at the beginning stages of planning... I had not been in contact with anyone other than the bride and groom. In this episode, Toby and I picked up right where we left off in part one. Thankfully, Toby guided me in what I needed to do. And now please enjoy Avoiding Misadventures, part two, Wedding and Event Podcast, episode 32. You're asking some of these questions about service, Mm -hmm. so you'll know how much time is my timeline working for you. Right. You don't know if they've seen your timeline. That's right. That's exactly right. And you you said something about a... It was a wedding, actually, I had done it at the Langham, and there was this uh, timing issue where the... I I had to go play the the wedding ceremony, Mm -hmm. and the setup in the reception hall was not complete yet. So I was still setting up and I had about half hour and I didn't see this all happening in a half hour, what had to happen. Yeah. And I had to rush the uh, setting down, the putting down of the dance floor so that I can tape everything down. And and fortunately, uh, I had an ensemble, I had a whole quartet. And so the, the, the trio was able to play without me for one song. And it mm-hmm. was just enough time for me to, you know, so, so it was it was kind of interesting where I had uh, kept um, saying, well, this has to, this has to get down and this has to get down, and I don't see anybody moving, you know, uh, to to the degree that I wanted them to move, or that I thought that it would need be needed uh, to uh, to complete the task at hand, mm-hmm. which was to just put down the dance floor and then and then they were going to set the tables around it and this type of thing. And fi- finally, I you know called my contact from the office, and I just said, "Look, this has to happen because I have to be out there." Yeah. And and so then the proper person got got talked to, and blah 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 blah, and it, it happened very very quickly. Oh yeah. I mean, they're very professional over there, and they're, they're yeah. they can do it. But it was that was the meeting I didn't have mm. was you know this little pre preliminary thing that could have happened you know a couple of days before of yeah you know, when's exactly that, when's that going down when's that Exactly. So if you know in this particular room, they have to have a dance floor, it's not a permanent one that's there, then you want to be set up in an angle that is close or next to Mm -hmm. the dance floor is ideal. So that would be helpful to know. Right. I mean, in normal circumstances, if there were a coordinator, you would have had all this information already. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, well, when you were working with me, well, with you, yeah, yeah I, again, yeah, that's you, fine. You, you, you would have had it. Um, hopefully, at least a week to ten days ahead. Right. Right. <laughs> but and it's always changing anyway. But you would have at least had some of the basics in, so you would know all of this. Right. And and that's really what you have to do. And you know, it's no use getting upset over what the couple doesn't know or what this family member doesn't know because that really I feel goes back on the site in other words if they're open to having friends and family help then either they're running a really tight ship and whoever is helping has to kind of run their through their gauntlet uh-huh. or they have an a pretty open policy and they're flexible. Mm -hmm. The only challenge would be is if they're not open mm -hmm. and they don't insist on having a professional, then you, you know, you could have a rocky time, but hopefully the person that you're going to be working with, do you know the name of the person? I, it's in the folder I hadn't. Oh, hadn't, okay. Uh, That's the, I was actually, I should have said the family member. Um, oh, oh, the family member. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a, a name of a family member. And I, and the thing is that I, this, this couple being very creative, I've had very good communication with them. Yeah. And I, and I've always had very good outcomes from working with artists, fellow mm -hmm. artists, because mm -hmm. they understand a performance. And they... Exactly. So this may not really be a big deal. But the thing that, that I don't know if has been, what I want to check, okay, yes. let's just put it this way. <laughs> what I want to check is what the understanding of the services and the location has of what the client's needs are. Yes. And I just want to make sure that that has been... So, yes. So there, there oh, isn't no. this. You, you are so right on because when I've worked with performers, they're looking at it from one angle. Mm -hmm. What is it going to look like? How is it going to flow? But not necessarily how do we get to those moments? What has to be done behind the scenes? Set it up. If they're having a champagne toast, you got to pour the champagne 10 minutes ahead. No more because if it sits too long, it's not going to be good. Mm. So what I'm what I'm saying is there's all these little things in the back that someone who is coordinating is going to want to let the the kitchen or the caterer know mm. is about to happen or we're running 5 minutes early or late or whatever it happens to be and at this point you don't know this person who is essentially going to be doing coordination. Right. Is there any way that you can talk to that person ahead of time? Absolutely. I, I think I have. And I've always copied them on my correspondence with the... Oh, that's wonderful. With the client. So... Okay. And they should have the most updated itinerary okay. with them. Yeah. Uh, talking about timing, I yeah. um, had a chance to uh, spend Father's Day with my family and also uh. um, so, uh, some friends and I'm a godfather to to Sophia the, this little little darling girl and 
we just have this wonderful breakfast and, and I like to cook it. I like it. <laughs> and so it's all of us in the kitchen, you know, rubbing elbows yeah. and, and getting together. And one of the things that I was experimenting with a, a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago was a hollandaise sauce. Oh boy. And, and you could, you can make that with all the ingredients you need in yeah. a blender. Wow. Yes. And, and what you, basically you have the egg yolk in the blender and then you uh, put, in, put in the, um, you know, the, the salt and the lemon and, and that type of thing. And then you pour in melted butter while the... It's so turning. It, so it's hot butter. Yeah. And, and it's turning and it just sets up. Just It just becomes this creamy, frosty thing. But there is a timing to it in that uh-huh. you can't make it too early and let it sit. That's right. And so, so we had to make sure that, you know, okay, French toast <laughs> is done. Is good. Ready. The, the eggs are done. You know, the bacon's done. Everything's done. Okay, good. Now we make, you know. Wow. So, so it, it sounds delicious. It was, it was so delicious. It was so, so good. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm thrilled that you enjoyed it. And it was a good uh, celebration. That's wonderful. That really is. So thank you. I, I feel like I've got my marching orders and I can... Um... Yeah, there's, you know, the main thing is the, like you say, the timing and just uh, the the order and if that goes well with them. Now, it's very possible they've seen it already mm-hmm. because the couple may have given it to them. And I think so. I think the couple in general being again, artists and right. who they are would be very much into communicating their wishes and right. would get it out there to them. You're doing a wonderful gesture by just introducing yourself again or just saying you want to make sure that things go smoothly. What can you know from them that you think would be helpful in the way that you're going to communicate with them? Mm-hmm. Are there any things that you should be emphasizing when you talk with the coordinator mm-hmm. that they have selected from their vantage point? Right. And then so com- at least you've done the best you can. So there's that. the there's the, the family member, quote, coordinator. Uh, there's the location manager and food service mm-hmm. uh, aspect of it. and And then my thing my itinerary. yeah you're in the mix too well i i to help define the scope of service you know it's funny i i, I was just talking to a uh, a couple and they thought all of my questions were too intrusive you know like and i was asking them about things you know and location and what time will you be done at the church and you know where is the reception hall in relation to the church and, and is, and, and they were, well, why do you need to know that? You know, it was like this, this type of a thing that, um, and what I was trying to do was to establish a bit of an itinerary sketch, which helps to define the scope of service. And it's, it's for my understanding of their wedding. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's also for them to understand what my service is about. And I'm, mm. I'm not a wedding coordinator, but... No, I know, I know, I know. Because a lot of photographers, a lot of DJs, videographers, and florists, I think really all major services want to know the basic outline. And you're right. When someone questions you uh, that way, 
sometimes it's a reflection back on them, like, oh, geez, Louise, why do we have to know all this stuff themselves, Mm -hmm. not just you? Right. In other words, is there a planner in that wedding? No. (laughs) Okay, see? So they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. Wow. So I think in that situation that I don't think it's too bold to say this to them that you want to integrate what they're doing, what they're having their plans, and some things they may not know yet. Mm-hmm. In other words, you can always say to them, well, this is a highlight of what you will know when you're able to make these decisions. Right. This, this is perhaps an indication uh, to both of us, that there's a lot to think about. Right. In other words, take it off of you or them only and put you guys together as a team. Mm-hmm. In other words, express it like a team. I always want to be on the side of my couple, and I care deeply that they think of me as a partner with them. Mm-hmm. Whether they have a planner or not, I want to know what their expectations are. What was interesting about talking to this particular bride? Because after a while, the the groom he just like handed the phone over and he just like I think he walked out of the room. Oh yeah, uh, he does. He doesn't want to be involved with that. I no, can assure you. No, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was interesting where. Uh, she began to warm up to the fact that, uh, yeah, there are things that she hadn't thought of and that, okay, we may as well address these now or we may as well start to put this together at least on paper and just figure mm-hmm. out that we could talk about these more in, a, in, a, in depth later on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that they should be placed somewhere in, a, in an itinerary or placed place somewhere Mm -hmm. and then she came out with a a very telling question that kind of indicated to me that I was I I think I think part of her reticence was that there were certain things that she was uncertain about or or confused about but Mm -hmm. didn't know how to ask ask or Mm -hmm. to talk about and so this is what she said she said so how long is a usual wedding reception? Oh, we're starting from scratch here. Yeah. And and so they were asking, at first they were saying, well, how much do you charge? And, and then after a while, it, it became, we start to talk about certain things. And I, I did just very briefly just say, well, you know, it's ceremony and cocktail hour is usually a two-hour block of time. And then uh-huh. the wedding reception itself is usually a four-hour block of time. So it's a six-hour total window of time however in their case it is a catholic ceremony and that's going to be a little bit longer longer and it's usually earlier in the day and Mm. and it is and so there's going to be a a bit of a a lag time for guests Mm -hmm. to then make Mm -hmm. it to the cocktail hour there Mm -hmm. and so they had things that they were trying to figure out on that and i said well this is why we're doing this itinerary is that now we can take a look at it yeah I, I'm going to be kind of self-centered here and say, 
I think that's the moment when you encourage them to talk to a planner or a coordinator that, and you can say, look, you've got a lot of questions in your mind and you're not sure of. And when you start talking to photographers and DJs and florists, they're going to be asking you similar questions that I am. Exactly. And I don't want you to feel like you're at a loss or that you're pulling things out of thin air Mm -hmm. because you really haven't thought about it or maybe haven't experienced that many weddings. See, you know, Mm -hmm. if you could find out a little bit about their family history, tell me, you know, have you, have you been to many weddings? And if you have, what were they like? Where were they? Right. So it slows them down a little bit. And if they're the type of couple that is like chop, 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 you know, I got to get this and get it out and blah, blah, blah. And you sense that, I then would say, you have a busy life. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Meet them where they are. Mm. And if they're just like you did naturally, you sense that they really weren't able to even formulate the questions. <sighs> And so that's when you say, you know, maybe you need to take a step back for a moment mm-hmm. and talk to somebody, even if it's just an hour or two, and not committing to hiring them. But I think you could do with a couple hours of consultation to get your bearings on right. all of this. Oh, that's just rolled off your tongue very, very nicely. I don't know if I'd be able to say it that <laughs> that eloquently. But uh, Just record, record. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll listen to rewind, this again. Rewind, rewind. I'll script that out and have a little, little cheat sheet that I'll... But I think that's uh, truly, you know, what I used to say sometimes, and they'd be coming to me, and they just didn't have enough information about what they wanted. You could tell that they were just overwhelmed, even with the few questions I was asking them. And then I would say, you know what? I'm going to give you kind of a cheat sheet. And sometimes I would write down a few things that they really have to know. Uh And they kind of, when they first spoke with me on the phone before we met in person, they kind of said, oh, yeah, we know. It's only between these two places, and it's up, 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 you know. It's like they wanted to feel like they were had more going for them than they really did. Right. And But you don't know that until you start asking them, just like you did, specific questions. Mm-hmm. And when they start doing that, I usually back off and, you know, and say, well, we got to do a little more work and getting to know their lifestyle and their pace and a little bit more what's going on in their life. And do they have any other important things that are happening around their wedding? Are they moving? Are they changing jobs? Are, you know, any family situations? You got to find out Mm -hmm. because there's something that's drawing them to behave that way. And generally it's not you. You are the reflection of what is going on with them. Yes. So you're reflecting back to them what they're acting like. Yes, and then their confusions will come bubbling up and they'll... Boom! 
Well, I won't take it personally, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, I certainly did sometimes. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'd like to admit that I just let it roll off, but I'm telling you, I think we may have even spoken about this before. Uh, oftentimes it was with a, a mother and daughter combo. And gosh, I could have stood on my head, <laughs> whirled around, did somersaults and this person wouldn't like me uh, you know and i know the rule you got about five ten seconds to <laughs> someone decide if it's a plus or minus to go ahead i realize first impressions are very important and so i kind of thought well you know maybe i just rub her the wrong way but you know the more and more it happened i realized who knows what the relationship is between that mother and daughter and she sees me as being, you know, especially in the latter years of my career, the same age of the mother or even a little older. And so, like, do I need another mother in my life? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you need another mother. You need as I many got mothers news as you. for you. <laughs> I had one person, God lover, said that to me. <laughs> and she said to me, Toby, you're really nice. I know you have a good reputation. You've been recommended, you know, mended to me by several people. Mm-hmm. I just want a friend. I don't want another mother. Yeah. And I thanked her. I said, thank you a thousand times because you had the courage to say that to me. And I'm not offended in any way. And I want to give you a name of someone who you will like and will be more like a friend. I'm not going to pretend. I can't take my mother hat off all the time. (laughs) You know, sometimes I can, but not all the time. And I wouldn't want to pretend or feel so concerned that I have to play a certain role for the next nine months. Right. And God help me if I didn't stay in that lane perfectly. Yes. You know? Well, you're you're just yummy you. I mean, I like you however you Thank are. You. But I, I, it's yeah. not you that was getting married. <laughs> so it's it's gotta be right for that person. That's right. And you should have seen the smile across her face because the biggest recognition of being understood is so important. And when she she recognized that I understood her, she was really much more open to me. It was weird. And then, but great. (laughs) And then she says, well, let me think about it. Give me the names and let me think about it. Uh And she came back to me. Well, (laughs) there you go. I I knew... That that was a seminal moment just now, what you were describing, where yeah. she, you know, a wall came down, and now real communication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really, really started. Yeah. And therefore, it's... creativity could happen. And then... Exactly. And we got along fine. Mm. And I think her mother relaxed as well. And I understood why she didn't want another mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because this mom was overbearing, mm-hmm. and 
you know, that can be a challenge to a bride, especially when they're not paying for the wedding. It's a different thing if a mother is being overbearing or nosy or whatever, and, and you're paying for it yourself. Mm-hmm. You can look at your mother and say, I love you, mom, but this is my decision. And you can say it in a loving and firm manner. But when your mother is paying for everything and you're 29 years old and you're not, you know, a a kiddo, you're an adult, that's hard. That's really hard. So we'll talk about that at another time. You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626-797-1795 or contact Eric by email, eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E-R-I-C at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, toby at prepared.com. That's T-O-B-E-Y at P-R-E-P-A-I-R-E-D dot com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.